Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Okay, welcome to the Christmas special, everyone. How you doing over there, Jack Luna? Oh, it's frosty, it's snowing, it's Christmas over here. How about where you are there, Leroy? Oh, the weather outside is frightful. Ah. I hear, um, like where you're at, it's probably been snowing since Halloween. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) there's a lot of snow. It's, uh, It's cold. It's cold and it's snowy, and it's blowy. On the roads, when you drive out here, like you can't see anything. I had to drive to the airport and back yesterday. I thought I was going to die. But. Oh, man. Yeah, we're supposed to have a storm tomorrow. Ooh. It's going to turn into freezing rain and all that. So. Oh, yeah. You know. Time to batten down the hatches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know how it is, eh? Oh, yeah. It's like hibernating. Like a bunch of bears out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because having winter for so long and then uh, people come out in the summertime and they, they do, they look like a little haggard, like they haven't been in the sun for a bit or they don't know how to yeah. communicate with people anymore. <laughs> Put on a little weight too, that, yeah. those extra pounds, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they've grown out that beard for the winter and now they've shaved it off and there's all these spots all over their faces and cuts from shaving. The women, mainly. <laughs> yeah, mostly the women there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what have you been doing to get in the holiday spirit? I uh, mm. we did the we did the caroling the other day. What? Uh, you know, I've told you about this awkwardness, right? Um, when I first moved into, I don't know. I think I've talked about this before, but yeah, I answered the door once, and there was about twelve carolers out front. <laughs> Man, it was it was very uh, very awkward. I didn't know <laughs> if they wanted money afterwards. Uh, I was just trying to get my wife's attention, like, hun, hun, hun. <laughs> You gotta see I this. I don't call her hon, but um, yeah, you gotta come see this. And uh, yeah, they. Okay, so it's actually better. I've realized it's better to be one of the carolers, as cheesy as it sounds. Huh. Like, so my son Emmett, he's eight. Right. He, uh, you know him, but you know I'm just Kinda. describing to, to the other listeners mm-hmm. out there. So he wanted to do it. Normally they do it the Saturday before Christmas, but this time they did it on a Sunday. Mm. And I tell you, the Saturday's a lot better because. You know, you can walk around with a couple drinks, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a little whiskey to or be yeah. a buzz going, and it makes it much more bearable. Sure. But this was like Sunday. Normally, I would be taking a nap before work, but instead I'm out fucking doing this caroling. Brutal. So Emmett got to go up there. He rings the doorbell. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's just you and Emmett? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Rick and Wendy, eh? Oh, yeah. Uh, cr- across the street there, Rick and Wendy, they put it together. Right on. Uh, uh, they ha- they get some of their friends together. So there's about 12 people. Okay. And, um, okay, so we, we go around. We just do our street, which is maybe 25 houses. Mm. So it's not that bad. People kind of get used to it. Like, they, they expect it. Nice. Or, or they know about it. So it's not that bad. It's not like a crazy thing where we're just out to a bunch of strangers. <laughs> you don't feel like Jehovah's yep. Witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> we do a little bit. It's weird. 
But uh, yeah, when people answer the door, oh man, it's funny. Because we just sing the two verses of, uh, you know, like Jingle Bells or something. Right. And then after that, we go, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas, blah, blah, yeah. and a Happy New Year. And then they go, Merry Christmas. And then we move on to the next house. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's just that first song, extremely awkward. And you can tell they're like, oh, my God, when's this going to end? <laughs> and then that one ends. And then we start going, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And almost every time you can like see when they their spirit breaks for a second. <laughs> like, they start to panic. Like, yeah. how many songs are they going to do? Right. Yeah. So, uh, that's that's my favorite part. <laughs> that's your favorite part? Yeah, we're letting all the heat out of the house, guys. Can you hurry this up? Oh, it's usually, you know, it's like an old lady trying to hold her dog. Her right. dog's growling. <laughs> She's trying to hold them back. And then there was a couple of houses... This one, like, just the ring doorbell camera went on. <laughs> right. He sang into We're that. like, let's sing to the camera, guys. So we just all sung to the, like, got right up in front of the camera oh. and sang it. Oh, it must have looked creepy. It's going to look great for the police, probably, <laughs> or whatever. But Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun, though. It was snowing, so that, that helped us get in the spirit. And we watched uh, Die Hard, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Very controversial. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to watch Home Alone and all that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, what are you what have you been doing to keep spiritual? Well, I want to do that. Uh, I, and if someone came to my door for that, I think I'd be pretty excited. That's Nobody does that out here. There's a, well, we're not in America, eh? We'd, we'd probably have to worry about someone shooting us if we went on their property. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get as nervous about my son running up to... <laughs> to a house and then, you know, a big group of people. Right. Um, yeah. Passed a whole bunch of tr- no trespassing signs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's a guy who drives around our town and he's a drunk and he does it every year. And I know he's drunk when he's doing it. He must have been in his garage, had enough beers. And he's like, you know what? I think it's time. And then he puts this big speaker in the back of his pickup truck and he just drives around the whole town blaring Christmas music. And he stops at every intersection and lets a song play out. So he's out front of our house blaring the music. So I open the door for Charlie and Charlie, Jack won't look anymore. He's like, no, that's stupid, right? But um, yeah. Charlie's looking at it. And the song's blaring. And then suddenly it comes on. It's like, hey, welcome to WHI's Blair and Loud <laughs> from Manitoba. How's everybody doing out there? Weather uh, is not minus 22 degrees. I'm like, this guy's blaring the radio. Like, like this. <laughs> He's just sitting there drunk blaring the radio. Yeah, you got to at least set that up, get rid of the commercials and stuff. <laughs> I know. Like, why aren't you playing, like, set up a mixtape or something? <laughs> yes, yeah, it wouldn't be that hard. He should have a microphone, like a karaoke-type setup, right? Do it himself. Yeah. All right. Time to spread some Christmas cheer. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that happened. But then we went to a Christmas concert. And I don't, I don't like to go to them. There's enough people out here that go. Like, uh, my father-in-law was out here. Um, my mother-in-law's out here. Mom's out here. And then, you know, Courtney. And then... So I'm like, I don't want to go. Right? Like, I do enough. Like a school Christmas yeah, concert? Yeah, school Christmas concert. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm good. Because I, I know all the people there. I I quit at the school. I walked out one day. I just said, hey, listen, I'm, I've had enough. I'm... Leaving, they're like, what do you mean you're leaving? I'm like, I, I quit. And they're like, we well, can't just quit. I'm like, well, no, look, yeah, I can. And I left. Oh, you worked there for a bit, didn't you? Yeah. I worked one-on-one with um, with a kid who had a lot of difficulties, and then he stopped coming to school. So they started putting me in different classrooms where I was walking around pretending I knew something about math and science. And then uh, I quit because I just got sick of 
that. But some of the teachers don't like me because of the way that it uh, <laughs> the way that it happened. So I uh, I kind of avoid it, even though I do get along with most of them. So I didn't go to Jack's, but then I went to I went to Charlie's. He's in kindergarten, and it was at this community center where there was so many people. And I'm watching Charlie, and I see him start to look funny. I'm like, that's not like him. And then uh, I get up, and Courtney and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I think something's wrong. So I go walk along the side aisle in the dark, right? And then suddenly Charlie puts his hand up in the middle of the concert. Like, there's like all Uh the kids are on the stage, and he puts his hand up. So I'm at the side of the stage going, come here. Hey. Like to get the teacher's attention or something? No, to Charlie. To Charlie at the side of the stage, and everyone's looking at me. Yeah, and I'm like, "Hey, oh no!" But like, he had his hand yeah. up to get the teacher's attention. Yeah, yeah, probably. yes, yeah. Something's wrong. I, I could see it before it, yeah. before it happened. And uh, he sees me, and he gets up and he runs over, and I grab him and we go. And I could feel his pants are a little bit wet, and he had to pee. He had peed his pants Aww. slightly. So I took him and went to go pee. And then I bring him back, get him back up there, and then about 20 minutes later, he doesn't look right again, and he runs off the stage. <laughs> and oh I God. go over again, I pick him up, and I bring him out, and I realize that it's, I think it was stage fright. I think because of, you know, the kids not being in school, him not be, not not even that. For him, it was not having any interaction with other kids for a long period of time, or people, because of the pandemic and all that kind of stuff, I think. Like, this was just a really overwhelming situation for him to see that, yeah. have that many people. And we don't have friends or anything out here. We're like lone wolves in a way. And uh, it was just a lot for him. So I think in his mind, he felt like it was all eyes on him, even though he was a part of like a larger thing. So he just got overwhelmed. And I just I just took him out, man. I was like, forget it. We're just going to, uh. we're just going to. So that was my Christmas uh, <laughs> situation. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, getting nervous, that's totally normal, right? Mm. But, like, having to pee because it, yeah. of it, that's kind of weird, eh? Yeah. I, he didn't really need to pee. Yeah, it was just a, a nervous thing. Yeah, just a reaction, yeah. Because he's in kindergarten, they had him at the very front. So he's facing this entire audience the whole time, and he really wanted to do everything correctly, and he was doing all the movements uh, and all that. And uh, Yeah, I was like, the but, bright lights and bright all that. Bright lights yeah. on him. But to me, I'm like, man, there's 100 kids up there. Well, not 100. There's probably, like, 50 kids up there. How is it just my my kid? <laughs> how, how, how is it my <laughs> yeah. kid that does it? But anyways, a few things going on with him. Like this morning he woke up and I hear him go, I'm going to barf. <laughs> like, okay. Uh. <laughs> like shoot out of bed, rip my shirt off so he could barf into my shirt. Kids, eh? I don't know. I still get nerves. Like um, e- even when, you know, when I was on the softball team, which like who cares? Right. Co-ed softball or whatever. Yep. I had to take a shit like every time before softball, and I feel like it was just a nerves thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I had to go like twice in the half hour before we went there. Mm-hmm. Why am I nervous? I'm a freaking forty year old man. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was recently. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, it was before COVID. It was like three years ago. <laughs> so I was thirty seven. <laughs> Makes it a little better, right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's, it happens. It happens. Yeah, I shit myself before I film, before I do these, um, <laughs> these recording podcast episodes too. Yeah. No, the nerves, man. They make you have to take a dump. I think it's your body just trying to get rid of everything. If it feels a fight or flight situation coming on, and if you're a really anxiety ridden <laughs> person, then it thinks it has to evacuate everything so it could fight for its life. Meanwhile, you're just about to uh, foul off a couple of balls and strike out <laughs> softball. 
Yeah, definitely not hit a dinger. No, that's for sure. No. no. You know, I, I, I joined a league too, a softball league, when we first came out here. And uh, I got into a situation where it was like the end of the game and I'm up and there was a runner on third and there's uh, one out. Sorry, there was a runner on, on first and there was one out. So I just, I just needed to hit. Right, I just had to move that runner. It's not that uh, wild. Like, there's not a whole bunch of people watching and all that, but the people I'm playing with, like, they take it pretty seriously. So I'm drunk, and I get, <laughs> I get up there, thinking I'm gonna be the hero, and the catcher behind me's talking all this shit. He's like, "Hey, you're gonna strike out there, buddy. You're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> fuck this up. <laughs> you just need to smack it on the opposite way, and everything will be like he's saying all this shit." And I swing at the first pitch like I want to smash a homer because of this shit talk. And I just blip it up in the air and he catches it behind me. Uh, <laughs> That's it. That's it. I had to do the walk of shame back. <laughs> Trash talk got to you. It did. He was young oh, too. Like way younger than me. I'm like, oh man. You thought you were like past all that stuff, right? Like you wouldn't have to deal with that kind yeah. of pressure as you got older. And suddenly I was in that bottom of the ninth situation and totally blew it. Oh, but I remember when you were like eight. Remember, I think I even talked about it on an episode when you got that game-winning yeah. uh, triple or whatever. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. So you just thought it would be, yeah, you know, <laughs> just another one of those. One of those. I'd be <laughs> in the paper. The, what I do. The whole, yes, what I do. Mr. Magic. Uh, dink. Off of an aluminum bat. <clears throat> right to the glove. Told you, bitch. Sit down. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. He didn't say that, did he? No, in my head he did, yeah. In my head, in my memory, he did. <laughs> it's always worse in your head. Yeah. No, I smashed All that right, ball, well, man. Sorry, I just want to finish on my hero story there. Like I, when when I did, yeah, yeah, go when ahead. I did hit that ball when I was. Did you see me do that? Were you there? Yeah. Oh man, I hit that ball and uh, we won the championship. Do you remember me rounding, almost trying to go to home on that play, and it was already over. I kept like running like crazy. <laughs> They're like, stop, stop, stop. It's, I won the game. They gave me the, I thought I had the MVP trophy for that. But then you look at the trophy, yeah. it says most improved player. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. That's a rough one. <laughs> that means you had a rough start, but. Uh, it means I sucked all yeah. year. You played higher than your potential. That's right. In that one moment. They all signed the ball to my whole team, and the first girl that I liked when I was like 10 years old, I gave it to her, so I don't have it. Oh, here you go. Like, she would oh, fucking man. want it. Kim? No, Tammy. Oh. Remember Tammy? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kim, I shaved her name oh. into the back of my head. Remember that? You did? Or well, the, you the, the barber, barber did. To do it. Yeah, the barber did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kim. Kim. God, that's terrible. Yeah, grade four with the name Kim in the back of my head. What was I thinking? <laughs> I thought it was for Kim Mitchell because I was your favorite singer. <laughs> Patty Lanterns. Can you get a bunch of Patty Lanterns shaved on the side too? <laughs> That'd be cool. Anyways, you got some uh, Christmas stories? Yeah, well, the thing is, um, I didn't do a Christmas special this year on just on my regular podcast. Right. It just kind of creeps up on you, you know? You're just writing an episode, and you're like, oh, I guess this would have been the uh, Christmas one. <laughs> yep. But that's fine. It's not really a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I did find a, f- a few uh, stories that are fairly short. All right. And uh, we'll get into them. Sounds good. If that's okay with you, Jacqueline. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to kick things off with a good old-fashioned robbery. 
Love it. Like those, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, this happened back in December of 2014. Uh, San Francisco police released pictures of the crafty crook in a Santa suit who robbed a Union Square bank during the drunken revelry <laughs> known as SantaCon. Mm. I'll get into this, what SantaCon's all about. Yep. But it's basically just a, a bunch of people dressed up as Santa that get drunk. Sure. It's uh, ridiculous. <laughs> So, so the man walked into a bank on the 400 block of Sutter Street shortly after 1 p.m. Saturday, December 14th, handed a note to the teller, and then split with an undisclosed amount of cash. The robber said he had a gun, but no gun was seen, said Sergeant Monica McDonald, a San Francisco police spokeswoman. The man then disappeared into the crowd of similarly dressed participants of the annual pub crawl that began in San Francisco in 1994 and has since spread across the globe. Wow. They say the FBI is now investigating the robbery alongside the San Francisco Police Department. Hmm. San Francisco Police Department spokeswoman Grace Gatapan said, the suspect decided to take advantage of this event dressed as Santa. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Uh, the suspect has been described as a man in his 40s or 50s, standing about 5 feet 11 inches tall. So that could be me. I'm 5'11". Yeah. I'm 40. Sure. Uh... How much so this you was get? 2014, though. <laughs> and they said uh, right. people with information are asked to contact their nearest FBI office or dial 911. Mm. Uh, this was eight years ago, though, and I tried to I tried to see if the guy got caught, and to my knowledge, he never did. Do you know? And, did you uh, say how much he got away with? No, they said an undisclosed amount of cash. Right. Let's say like 1,200 bucks or something. Beauty. We might have the perfect crime here, Jack. Yeah, I love it. Love that crime. Like, anytime you have a bunch of people walking around, like, in disguises, yeah. like, all similarly dressed, mm-hmm. that's going to be a problem, probably. Like, that guy just took advantage of it. Yeah. And I, I saw the footage of him. He had, it was the worst outfit. Like, the the beard was, like, off of his face, too. <laughs> which is, like, make sure the beard's attached to your face and people won't be able to see what you look that's like. That's the main right? thing. And he kind of looked like Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, man, ugly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's handsome in a... Uh, unconventional way I think yeah a lot of personality a goes a long way really. he's got that chin that really sticks out huh? he does he does in an ugly Weird. way once again but yeah I'm just jealous my chin's kind of like a double chin for a skinny guy right pretty fat <laughs> yeah God God gave me two right here we'll give you two chins right yeah <laughs> pretty fat for a skinny guy <laughs> that uh that crime, I, I, when everyone was having to wear masks for COVID, I was thinking about that. I'm sure people took advantage of that too, right? Yeah, but surprisingly, there was some where, you know, people who don't want to wear the masks, right? Yeah. Even for a robbery, it's like, <laughs> that's the perfect, you just throw a mask on, no one can see what you look like. Rebels, right? Rebels all yeah. around. Mm. Don't care, won't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. The masks don't work. <laughs> Against my morals. Now give me all your money, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But these, uh, okay, so these Santa cons happen in, like, most of the big cities now. Uh, there's even one in uh, Toronto, which is, you know, the closest one for us, I guess. Mm. Oh, there might be one in Manitoba if you looked it up, I guess. Doder. Maybe. Over there in Winnipeg, eh? Out there in Winterpeg. Murder Yeah, campus. but I, okay, so I saw this article where they're talking about SantaCon New York City. Mm. And they say SantaCon New York City is an epic annual booze-filled event. In the Big Apple, flocks of folks come from all over dressed in festive holiday costumes and indulge in a massive pub crawl. 
SantaCon originated in San Francisco in 1994 and over the years has become a charitable event. The event is really quite simple. You donate, you dress up, and you drink. Any money made from donations is split between the charities chosen that year and the participating bars. For those who love festive chaos, this is a long-awaited night of letting loose and drinking with an obnoxious amount of Santas throughout the city. Yeah. But for those of you who enjoy peace and quiet, this is the worst day of the year. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. They said SantaCon New York City has seen as many as 30,000 participants. What Imagine 30,000 Santas no. just walking around getting wasted. All dickheads, too. Yeah. If that number scares you, I suggest staying in that night. <laughs> That's what they, <laughs> they say. I mean... It sort of sounds fun, but at the same time, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, the scumbags w- would come out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine being like to your family, hey, babe, kids, I'm off for the weekend. Got to go to SantaCon. Oh, yeah. dad's putting on the... <laughs> like, what type of person does that? Goes out and fucking... Yeah, like you take the weekend <clears throat> off for work or whatever, and you just go... Yeah. You dress up as Santa and get drunk Every with a bunch year. of other Every similarly year. dressed people? Yeah. It's the same guy who dresses up as Elvis, right? Or, um, or like bikers. They also like to dress up and be a part of something. <laughs> yeah, but I sort of get that. That's Me a too. little cooler than the whole Santa thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not even like they're dressed up as Santa and they're um, giving out presents to kids or anything. They're just dressing up as Santa and getting drunk. Yeah, yeah. Which is... <sighs> Yeah, it's kind of weird. Bikers make me feel uncomfortable. Um, so do people who dress up in Santa suits. Even just the guy who chooses to be Santa Claus makes me a little uncomfortable normally when you, when you talk to him. Yeah. The guy in our town who dresses up as Santa Claus has no kids, you know, and uh, no family. He's a drunk all year, and then he's Santa all of a sudden, volunteers for it. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden he's wanting to... Have kids sit on his lap? Get in the spirit. <clears throat> yeah. Makes you wonder what his intentions are, yeah. <laughs> people, young kids sitting on his lap and whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's actually a smooth transition into our next one. Because mm. we have a shopping mall Santa in Massachusetts, mm. or Massachusetts, as, as you might call I it. Might. Massachusetts. I don't know why people say that. It has a CH in it, right? But some people call it Massachusetts. Well, I have real... Tr- yeah, Massachusetts. But, um... Yeah. That's not a smooth way of saying it either, but go ahead. <laughs> I have no idea. Who cares? <laughs> so we're near Boston, eh? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we have a shopping mall Santa in Massachusetts who will be bringing no more holiday cheer this year after one of his female elf helpers told police he pinched her butt up. Sure he did. Santa. Listen Her... <laughs> Tell me if you think he actually did it, because his name's Herbert G. Jones. He definitely did 62, it. 62. Definitely. Of Asinet. He's <laughs> <laughs> even got ass in there. Uh, he was arrested Saturday after an 18-year-old woman who played one of the Santa's elves ran crying to cops to report the incident at the Hanover Mall. Mm. Jones denied the charge in court Monday. Of course he did. Uh, but a judge nonetheless banned him from working as the St. Nick for the rest of the season. Yeah. Oh, that's it? Like, he can apply next year? <laughs> right. <laughs> Jones and the unidentified elf were employed with Cherry Hill Photos. The woman was working as a photographer and taking pictures of Jones for the children sitting with him that day. The woman told police Jones whispered in her ear, I wish you were a few years older and I was a little younger. <laughs> He did it. That's exactly what That's he would so say. That so sounds like something a guy would say, too, huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he did it. Guilty. Jones denies her allegations and claim the woman bumped up against him. Right. Yeah, okay. A likely story. Stuff that glove between her legs. Goosed ya. <laughs> According to Wicked Local, uh, the manager... Okay, this is interesting, though. Their manager told police the woman had been in a bad mood all day after she was questioned over some missing money. Oh. So the plot thickens here a bit. Or maybe she was just angry because she got accused, right? Right. Or maybe she did steal the money, and now she's trying to make a little bit of a distraction here. Or maybe Herbert um, Mullins or whatever his name is. That's a serial killer, I think. <laughs> but yeah, maybe he knew that she was, you know, on the rocks here, and he can get a, possibly get away with it with a little goose. Yeah, maybe he was trying to find them, seeing if the money was on her, right? <laughs> he was checking her back pocket. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, could be. He did wish he was younger. Totally unrelated, right? Right, right. Okay, so in court, he says, I did not touch that girl. They removed him from the dressing room. He was hauled away in plain clothes, uh, wow. not in a Santa uniform, yeah. police noted. <laughs> so that's good. It wasn't too bad for the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While Jones is out on $1,000 bail, he is not allowed to play a Santa, said Judge Francis Marini. He is due back in court on Christmas Eve. I don't even know what year this was, and I didn't look more into it, so... I mean, I don't know. What, oh my god! <laughs> I'm talking about it like it just happened, but I think it might have been a few years ago. <laughs> Those Santas don't make a lot of money. They make no, I think, minimum I'm, wage. I'm sure they just sort of swept this under the rug, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't play Santa at this mall anymore, or whatever." Right? Yeah. He does look like a perv, kind of. He had a salt and pepper beard. He's a 62 year old guy. He was um, <laughs> classic. So he looked remorseful in court, and he was he was sitting there next to his wife, yeah, uh, Mrs. Claus, I guess. And, um, you know, she had no makeup Mrs. on, Glass. short hair. She was a meth addict. <laughs> yeah. The, he definitely wasn't groping her ass. The types who end up having to uh, go for a Santa Claus job around the season to make a bit of extra cash. I mean, I can't imagine being 60 years old and needing a gig like that in a pinch, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. But, um, they do, but, I mean, they do background checks on them, I'm sure. Yeah. It makes me... Okay, so she was getting questioned for the money. I mean, imagine if she just made that up, though. Like, soiling this poor old man's good name. Imagine. He just wanted to spread a little holiday cheer, like, and now he's, like, in court looking like a pervert and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Misdirection, possibly, for what she had maybe done. But, I don't know. It's a it's a big accusation. There, there are cases like this where girls obviously do this. But, um, I believe her. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'd probably have to get like a good look at her ass, right. like in in the her elf uniform, me too. just to make like a more well informed decision. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if it wasn't, if they weren't like tights or something, she was wearing. I they might be. I don't know. I'd be more on his side. Right. But if it's a form flattering outfit, mm. it probably is. I don't know. Cute little elf, eh? Yeah. That that used well, to. She be... was eighteen too. <clears throat> He's sixty two, and I saw his wife. So. And she's not hot. No, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Claus. Yeah, uh, I remember guys used to do that. They would pinch girls' asses at uh, bars, and even out here, where it's going back in time, probably thirty years, they still do it. And like goose ya, and there'll be like a bunch of like yeah. laughs or whatever. But uh, you can't get away with that anymore. Uncomfortable laughs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm probably on her side, but mm-hmm. you never know. There's that little bit of doubt, especially with the manager saying that she may have stole some money or whatever. Hey. 
earlier that day. This case remains unsolved. I gotta tell you about Factor, everybody. Factor is awesome. And they make eating better easy with their delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Do you like to save time? Of course you do. With Factor, every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted and ready to go in just two minutes. There's no prep and no mess. The meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no cooking or cleanup necessary, which is great if you're a person like me who is always on the go. Eating fast food is fun, but let's face it, it's usually greasy and has become quite expensive. We've done the math, the numbers are in, and Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious, so you can feel good about your choices. So what are you waiting for, Illegalites? Head to factormeals.com slash excuse me that's illegal50 and use code excuse me that's illegal50 to get 50% off. That's code excuse me that's illegal50 at factormeals.com slash excuse me that's illegal50 to get 50% off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go to the gym? Go for a run? Read a book? Take a nap? I'd probably take a nap. Yeah, definitely take a nap. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? And therapy can help you find what matters most to you, so you can do more of it. It's also helpful for learning positive coping skills, and it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And who doesn't want that? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Sounds good, don't it? Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Here's what you got to do. Visit BetterHelp.com slash excuse me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash excuse me. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you think in the comments. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, have you seen have you seen uh, this new trend where somebody dresses up as the Grinch and they just come bashing in through the door and they start grabbing all the presents and trying to run out the door while the kids are crying and screaming? Like it's a family member doing yeah. it? Yeah. So they, oh, okay. they dress up as uh, the Grinch. No, I haven't. <laughs> it is uh, traumatizing for the kids. Oh, it must be for the kids. <laughs> it's kind of funny though, I'll admit. <laughs> Because I know I could definitely see people commenting like, oh, that's so traumatizing for the mm-hmm. kid. But it is actually kind of funny. I would have thought you it was hilarious when I was a kid, I think. <laughs> like, because every time that I've seen it, they come bashing in through the door because they're ready for him, right? So he comes in, he like slips on the floor and he's like looking around with his little case. He's got a little, maybe a little dog with him. And he starts, <laughs> and then someone presses play on the on the ghetto blaster and it's, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. He's running around trying to grab the tree. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And then, you know, if your kid's crying, you can let them know it was just a joke after. Like, after, sure. I don't know. I feel like people get a little too <laughs> sensitive with stuff like that. But you can tell the Grinch is probably hammered every time. 
I think that the Santa Clauses are usually hammered too because it's a performance, right? Like it's not an, not yeah. a, it's an unusual thing. Like probably a couple of nips, hey, and then get in there and ho ho ho. But being the Grinch, these Grinches look hammered. You're a mean one, slipping on the floor, <laughs> and then they they overdo it. They grab the Christmas tree and fuck up all the ornaments and shit's breaking on the、oh. floor. They're grabbing the actual presents, like man. It's, yeah, I would go all out for that too. It's way、yeah. more fun to be the bad guy than it is like. There's pressure when you're Santa. <laughs> They really kind of get... like being Hulk Hogan or something, but it's <laughs> way more fun to just be like the bad guy. You know? Yeah, the heel. Yeah, he's actually like pushing kids away, right? Get them away from me while he's grabbing their presents and they're screaming and pounding on his back as he leaves the door. <laughs> oh, but can you imagine doing that like as a thief, like just a robber actually? Doing that, yeah, going in because people would be caught off guard, right? Like, oh, is this a、right. joke? Right? Who、Did、hired this pony up to this? <laughs> and then by the time you figure it out, he's gone. Right? That is a great. Yeah, you could pretty much bang into any house dressed as the Grinch because people would、uh, be flustered for a moment, thinking exactly what you just said. Yeah, that's a good little scam. Maybe I'll try it out. You just go into an old person's house. They have no kids or anything. They're just sitting there watching <laughs> Matlock, and you have your own get-up. You're a mean one. You just grab a、uh, grab the old man who smells like peanuts. Drag him out the door <laughs> while his wife's screaming. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty cool though. Yeah. Okay, I got one more here. It's、um, it was anything but a silent night at a Waffle House in Fayetteville on Christmas morning,、mm. and a local woman faces criminal charges because of it. Jasmine M. Jackson, 28, was charged with assault and battery, damage to real property, and misdemeanor possession of marijuana.、Huh. Fayetteville police were called to the Waffle House at 5515 Rayford Road, near the Skibo、uh, Road intersection. You're familiar with that oh, area, oh Skibo, shit, man, <laughs> rough neighborhood. <laughs> so it was about 12:30 a.m. So like just after midnight, like going into Christmas Day, like basically Christmas Eve night, right?、Mm-hmm. At the Waffle House, which I think most of those are 24 hours.、Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do an episode on Waffle House crimes one time because it gets out of hand there sometimes. Yeah, I've heard. So there was a disturbance.、Uh, police were called、uh, shortly after midnight. A Charlotte man who goes by the name Ted Bundy Mello posted videos to <clears throat> Facebook showing a fight involving several people inside the restaurant with dishes and food being thrown. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> I was just trying to eat," said Ted Bundy Mellow. <laughs> Why are they calling him Ted Bundy Mellow? Just Ted Mellow. That's that's the username he goes、oh, by in this Facebook post、oh, that、sorry. he did. That's funny. It was shared more than four thousand five hundred times by Friday afternoon. Mm, mm. Um, so I saw the forty-one second video, and it's like mayhem. Yeah, the, and like the lady, I'm assuming it's the Jasmine one. She's throwing chairs. She's. <laughs> She's throwing dishes and they're shattering everywhere, and and,、oh. and all the employees are like, they have、uh, Santa hats on and stuff. <laughs> like they're dressed like elves、right. and they're they're trying to stop.、It. Oh my god,、oh. people are cheering it on. It's it's out of hand. And those Waffle Houses are pretty small, right? Like, yeah, quaint. Maybe just six tables in there or something. So it's it's actually pretty wild. I can see the headline now: sticky situation at local Waffle House. Right. Oh yeah. Because of the syrup. It's like a syrupy pun. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically it from that one. I guess she was just blowing off some steam. You know. You know how it is the holiday season, right? It can be stressful. Yeah, when you're high on crack cocaine or methamphetamines <laughs> too, right? <clears throat> yeah, not that stressful. I guess if you're like, you know, it's twelve thirty in the morning and you're just getting high and eating at the Waffle House, right? But I know what to do. I mean, 
yeah, that's 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 a that's a crazy one, man. There's video you said. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. It's just a 41 second one. It's just it's hard to even see what's going on. You can just hear plates and bowls shattering and <laughs> people people screaming and <laughs> you know just typical stuff. <laughs> nice. The sounds of Christmas, man. So there's an article from the Huffington Post oh, yeah. describing worst holiday party stories. And I got five of them. Mm. Um, have you ever been to like a work Christmas party or anything? Let me pee real fast and I'll answer that question. Yeah. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, guy. I'll, I'll <laughs> cut this. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Saying sorry to yourself. <laughs> sorry, Jack. Yeah, I've been to some, some work Christmas parties. Um, none that I can remember very clearly. I think I was really, really drunk uh, at all of them. The, the crazy thing about Christmas parties for work is that um, you're letting off steam, but your your boss is there and everybody sees you. So you, you kind of have to be careful. But then you get to a certain point where you're like, hey, I'm off the clock. Fuck it. I'll just be myself. <laughs> now you just yeah. exposed yourself as being this madman at times, right? Quite literally sometimes people exposing themselves. But yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, yeah. And you're like, oh, this is going to be awkward. I'll have a couple drinks to take the edge off. Next thing you know. Yeah, things are getting out of hand. And those are people you have to hang out with every day yep. and that you're not even necessarily that close with. So oh. it makes it extremely awkward going forward after that, right? You know what, man? I would pay to watch a live stream of uh, at one after the other of Christmas parties from different offices and different places <laughs> to see the things that go down and then have people like a Survivor show talk about it afterwards and give you all the inside oh. scoop. Yeah, because I was going to say, you kind of want to know a bit of a backstory, right? Yeah. But yeah, if they did it like that. Like The Office? Kind of like The Office? Yeah, The Office even. Yeah, documentary style. That would be great. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, we got five of them here. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so the employee who passed out in her boss's arms. Uh When I was 25 or so, I got so drunk at my work's Christmas party that I fell off a stool, hit my head, and passed out. I came to, crying outside in my boss's arms while his boss called me Mm. an Uber home. Uh Uh-oh. This was from a technology professor in Washington, D.C. Damn. So, yikes. That's not even her... Okay, so she fell, got knocked out, woke up. She was crying in her boss's arms, and then her boss's boss... Yeah, she's definitely not getting any kind of promotion after that, eh? No, it sticks with you. That's like... You just reminded me of something, man. I went... Because I haven't had a real job for a while, but I went to uh, Courtney's work thing for the Christmas thing, and there's a lot of Filipinos there. They, it's a it's a hog plant where they kill. It's a slaughterhouse, and she treats the water for it. But so there's a lot of Filipinos that they bring in from the Philippines to chop up hogs, because no one wants Ooh. to do that work here, and uh, it's a, it's an odd situation. But they're all there, and there's this like dance party that breaks out. So all these people who are like away from their homeland and now they're all together in this Christmas party and they're getting drunk and they work very hard are letting it rip and they let it rip man you know that song Tricky <laughs> hey so so rock around you oh, rock. Yeah, yeah. like they're freaking doing like all these dance moves and knocking tables over and clapping a whole bunch <laughs> and the boss I'm looking at the boss and all the higher ups are like what the fuck is this madness making out with each other um man just just a real shit show it's so much fun to sit back if you're at someone else's work party to sit back and watch yeah. like what we just kind of mentioned there. You have like a live show happening in front of you. There's all these dynamics 
Um, yeah, and you don't feel the pressure. You don't no. have any of those relationships with the people. You don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> All right. Okay, so number two. Mm-hmm. Not my holiday party, but my husband's. There we go. His married bosses had it at their house for many years. Okay, so he has two bosses and they're they're married, I guess. Yep. Um, one co-worker showed up two hours late, completely wasted, yep. missed dinner, was in the entryway for five minutes before he puked everywhere. Beauty. Yeah. On the couch, floor, walls, TV, lamp, etc. What the fuck? All covered in it. <laughs> That's a bar for Rama. It says his date was mortified and got a cab for them and they left a whole 20 minutes after they arrived. <laughs> hey, she should have just been like, maybe we shouldn't go. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is my husband. Um, <laughs> all over the fucking place. Oh, we gotta go. Oh my God. Just there long enough to just barf everywhere and then leave. Okay, they say, you think that would have been enough to stop having the holiday party at the boss's house? But no. The very next year... They have it there again, and a different co-worker gets wasted and tries to hook up with their kid's nanny. Oh, yeah. In the in their four-year-old's bed. Perfect. <laughs> in their four-year-old's bed. <laughs> uh, the kid wasn't home that night, thankfully. Yeah. A cab gets called to take them home, and from what we were told, they were making out in the back of the cab Ugh. when one of them got sick mid-makeout, Ugh. like uh, puked in the other one's mouth. Mm. Unfortunately, my husband has since moved on to a new company, and now his holiday parties are lame in comparison. <laughs> yeah. That comes from uh, Vanessa, Redditor Vanessa. Wow, man. So, oh, he, he was hooking up with the nanny. Mm-hmm. And I get, it sounds everyone. like the nanny was drunk, too, because she left in the back of the Uber or whatever cab making out with this guy. Yeah, it's all out the window, man. They let their defenses oh. down. People, I guess in workplaces, you know, you're in stress like a lot and you're, you're being professional with each other all the time. And you see that other side of them and, and you drink more than you normally would because you're nervous That's about the situation. For the na- you think the nanny got fired? She should. I mean, if the wife heard about it. Trying to hook up in the guy's, uh, in the four-year-old's bed. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? I've seen that kind of thing too. I'm sure people listening too, they should leave. This is a sincere leave your stories in the comments section on this one because I know like everybody's got stories about this kind of thing. But I, I was at one yeah. where the one girl um, who was normally very quiet got hammered because everyone was doing shots and we all left and she stayed because she was too drunk to go home. And she tried to crawl into bed with her boss and his wife and his wife tried to crawl into bed. So he came out. And tried to like get her back into bed, and she was like clawing at him and trying to kiss him and all this stuff. Oh my god! And she doesn't remember. They think everybody knows about it, but she's never brought it up. She just went back to work like nothing happened. She's married too. Well, that's the game plan, anyways. Though. I'm sure she sort of remembers it, right? <laughs> yeah. You just but you gotta you gotta act like it didn't happen. I would show up the next. I just you gotta face that stuff head on and make fun of yourself, right? Yeah. Because you know everyone else is behind your back. Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> Okay, let's move on to number three. Mm -hmm. Worst I've seen? Two drunk executives who each unzipped their flies, took out their penises, and laid them on the table to measure whose was bigger. At the party? Where's the beef? Eye bleach needed. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd they work? Does it say what what type of uh, job this was? So it's two um, executives... Where, you know, you don't take it literally, but, you know, they're they're acting like they got big. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually seeing whose dick's bigger. Because <laughs> like, they all walk around like they got these yeah. big swinging dicks, dicks, right? Yeah. 
Well, these guys are like, let's actually put, lay it out on the table and find out. <laughs> In front of everybody here. <laughs> Fucking do it. Do it. A couple of tater tots laying on the edge of the table. A couple of Swedish Flash meatballs. <laughs> you need to get hard, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you fluff yourself up a little bit for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. You yeah, imagine laying your flaccid, like, small dick on the <laughs> fucking table in that situation in front of all your coworkers. Uh, I mean, if you won, you'd feel pretty good, but. <laughs> that happened at a party we were at one time. Remember Zach and Ron and all those guys? Like, they were trying to, were you there? They were trying to get everyone to take their dicks out to see who's got the biggest dick? Oh, I don't know if I was there for that. I remember them trying to get me to out. do it. And I was like, fuck no. And they did it, and I remember Ronnie having, like, this big bush, and you couldn't even see. It looked like a <laughs> lily pad with a frog toad's head fucking sticking out of it. Yeah, you gotta pull that bush back. <laughs> he actually said to me one time, he said, Hey, thanks for that advice on shaving my bush. It does make your dick look bigger. I'm like, I never told you to do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, uh, well. I mean, it does make it look big just because you can actually see <laughs> yeah, it now, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> but why would he say that when I never said that to him? Hey, man, pulls me aside. Thanks for that advice and shaving my bush. Makes my dick look bigger. I'm like, guy, we never had that conversation. Ah, I'm sure he had a conversation with someone. In his own mind, yeah. His dad. He just wanted to talk about his dick. He's like, He was always yeah. talking about his balls being huge, bragging about his balls yeah. being big. It's like, that might be a medical condition, Ron. Oh yeah, he said when his uh, the doctor told his mom that his balls were huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think he meant it as a compliment. Very unprofessional. <laughs> like it was concerned for your health. You might have. A- My sons were swollen. I feel like I've talked about this before too, but right. they were like swollen. Like it's not like that's just natural. He was kind of bragging that his balls are big, mm. like as an adult now. But right, you know, sometimes they're just swollen when you come out of the out of the womb. Right. Yeah, like there's something wrong. Oh, well, yeah. my balls are huge. Again, yeah. no talk about his penis, though. Right. <laughs> All right, you got any more? These are fun. Oh, yeah, I got, okay, this is number four now. One of the primary managers in this company likes to cook. So what they decided to do was get everyone into a Zoom call. I th- I'm assuming this is during COVID sure. or something. And he sent them a list of ingredients he cooked while we were supposed to follow along. Okay. This sounds like so boring Fucking and terrible. disaster, too. I, I would love this, though. It was supposed to be a social event with a cooking lesson. What went wrong was this guy really is not HGTV material. <laughs> uh, what is that? The, That's home the home cooking yeah, yeah, something like that. guide? Whatever. Home and gardening. Uh, hard, home and gardening <laughs> television network or something. Yeah. Uh, he was no Emerald Legacy or whatever. Mm. Bam. Mm. He didn't plan well in terms of his timing, and so everything was running late. People were getting tired. (laughs) Well, how do we do this? When do we do this? (laughs) Everyone was really polite about it, but you could tell they were getting frustrated. They were picturing a cooking demonstration that they uh, see on TV. Right. It was getting to the point where people were dropping off the call because (laughs) they were tired of waiting to eat. Uh, It should have been more well-planned or maybe someone else helping them. This guy was doing this all by himself in his kitchen. I think it was three and a half hours long. And that comes from Phyllis, a human resources consultant. Wow. But yeah, that's a... uh, What a disaster if you don't have, like, the the charisma and stuff of, like, a a home chef, right? Like, you gotta have all those ingredients in place, everything, like, ready to go. And they edit those 
shows, right? Like, but man, like make make it fun. Like fuck the whole thing up. Like be cracking eggs and dropping, you know, shell into it. There, there, yeah. There's um, a YouTuber who's never taking off. He's a comedian. His name is um, Henry Phillips. It's called Henry's Kitchen. Is the YouTube channel? It gets like ten thousand views for like ten years straight. I watch it all the time, and he just really fucks up recipes. It's a great idea, and he's super funny. Um, yeah, he has a, a another name. It's called Jose Suicido. When he sings songs, he sings a song called Nobody's Birthday. He goes, "It's nobody's birthday. Don't light a candle on the cake. It's nobody's birthday. It was just a big mistake." <laughs> he just keeps on talking about all the presents he did. No, that, that guy sounds cool. I know Bill Burr used to do some baking and stuff, yeah, too. It's, yeah, yeah. it's fun if you if you have the personality for it. But it sounds like this guy was trying to be, like, legit just doing a, yeah. a do-it-at-home type I, of deal. No matter how bad you fucked that up, I would watch the whole thing. I wouldn't be dropping off the Zoom video. I'd be calling people over to check out how bad this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I know how awkward this yeah, is. Yeah, check this out. Three and a half hours, though. That's, like... <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Well, everyone, yeah, I know. She says oh, everyone was getting hungry. It's like, eh. Eat. You're, you're at you're your home. own house while you're doing this, aren't you? <laughs> right. Still eat some food. Like, jeez. Huh. Tough crowd. All right. So the last one we got here, number five. I used to own a bar in D.C. We had a company rent out a space for a holiday party one year. They were getting pretty smashed. It was an open bar. We suddenly started smelling smoke. I sent a waitress to find out what was going on, and she reported that the men in the party were having a hairy chest contest, (laughs) and the hairiest one lit his chest on fire, (laughs) apparently on a dare. Wow. Needless to say, we had to throw a few folks out. (laughs) That's from uh, Mary, president of the Leadership Development Consultancy Career Stone Group. (laughs) Okay, Mary. 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 Harry Mary, she's the one who lit her yeah. chest on fire. <laughs> that oh god, that is you know that smell of burning pubes. The worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burning a few pubes in my time. That uh, that is really funny, man. Who's got the hairiest chest, and then it gets that so out of control that you want to pick the party up a notch and you light your fucking chest on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine waking up the next day yeah. as that guy. What the fuck? <laughs> uh. Probably got some third degree scarring like burns on your chest too. <laughs> Just a bunch of like ant legs all over you, or uh, spider yeah, legs. Those parties can be cool. Like, why not just if it was a bunch of guys, just bring them somewhere to get their chests waxed or something? You mm. know, like you can have fun sort of anywhere. Bonding, real bonding situations. The the best exactly the best is being at a Christmas party where everybody's trash and everybody's making mistakes and fucking up. It's the it's the table of with the squares who don't want to take any chances who like will like judge you later. But you got to get enough yeah. people fucking up so that they feel left out, right? Can't be yeah, just one person true. or two making out in a four year old's bedroom or whatever. That that's yeah show stuff. That's the one thing everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you at least need a friend that's gonna t- you know. He's going to try to kick it up a notch and do something else that everyone talks about too, right? So Right. 
The real problem, like you, you like you brought up, divvy it up, right? The real problem that, you, like you kind of brought up earlier, with like bringing the husband along, is <laughs> that you have no control over who's who's coming to the party. Like you know everybody you work with, but you bring in all these extras who don't know the dynamics, and they can really fuck yeah. it up for you, embarrass you, right? By proxy, yeah, that's true. Damn. They're the ones that can make it fun, though. Yeah, it should just be only the people that work there, though. Because that's the whole deal Ooh. is to make it a bonding experience, yeah. I guess. But Yeah, no. I guess it's a Christmas party. It's not like a work retreat. I guess those are two different things. Yeah, right. You're right. You're right. But that that's a good kind of plan. Like, for, for Christmas parties, like, no. Well, no. I'm wrong about that. Because you do want to meet the significant others, and that should be part of it when you're soberly thinking. But to think of it as everybody getting loose and drunk, you prefer it just to be the gang, just to be the guys. The yeah, people. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Any more? Huh? No. Mm. Fortunately, that was fun, man. Yeah, it was fun. Hey, I didn't ask you. Have you ever been to a Christmas party where things got out of hand? No, not really. I uh, I've never been in a professional atmosphere. Yeah, uh, my <laughs> wife is, but she's never invited me to. <laughs> I. I did have one with the bingo hall, and we right. did have some drinks beforehand. That was, yeah, that's a strange. I wonder what the differences are between like a more classy work party and places like a, a work party for a bingo hall or the <laughs> McDonald's work party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. No, uh, all the parties that I went to because I worked in nursing homes and group homes, so like it's kind of like a stressed environment. So when they do go to let loose, like especially nurses, yeah. they they really let it rip, man. Yeah, especially, yeah, you see those nursing shows and all that. They're working those 12-hour shifts, and they don't have much time to really no. get down. So when they do... They get down. It's a wild one. They get down. Yeah, you're seeing people die. You're changing diapers. You're in all these fucked up situations that you, you know, they're stressed. And they do make a lot of jokes on the side to kind of get through it. But when they get hammered together, man, it is, it's something to see. I'd love to be there. Yeah. Well... Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for having me along again there, Lever. I think this is my fourth Christmas special that I've done on my end, but I'm glad to be able to do one. Oh, like this year? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I really went hard. Yeah, I know. It gets overdone sometimes, but uh, first one over here. So, uh, you know, I hope it stacked up well, well Mm -hmm. for you. Yep. Hopefully it was in your top five. (laughs) I think so. I think this is one of my one of my top ones. I enjoy these because you and I don't get to see each other that much, and it's uh, fun to check in. And yeah, uh, and see it because I won't see you for Christmas, and um, I wish you and yours uh, all the best and uh, and a happy New Year as well. Yes, give them my best to your family and uh, kisses on the mouth. Uh, <laughs> all you guys have a have a merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.